I remember going to shows and standing next on the rail, standing next to somebody who smelled like they, they died like three months ago and they never received a letter home from the government. Welcome to another episode from Takedowns to Breakdowns with AMP. Today we're going to be talking about getting into game shape as far as attending live concerts. And we're not talking about exercise routines, losing a few pounds here and there. We're like the last people you should go to. Yeah, don't look at us for any advice as sort of as, as far as healthy living is concerned. I mean, we're far removed from healthy living. So we just want to talk about the things that you should be aware of or remind yourself and the things that you should do or perhaps not do when attending a live concert. It's been over a year. I think we all forgot a little bit of how to live in society, how to live with other people, specifically at a concert where everybody's like packed in like sardines in a can. So I think there's a lot of things that we have to address in order for all of us to have a fun time at concerts and, and not really have to go through pain and suffering of growing pains of getting to learn each other's habits all over again. Yeah. The first thing that I want to say is body odor. Oh, this was an issue before COVID, but I feel like during COVID it becomes even a bigger issue because people kind of, you know, they've been isolated at home. Yeah, so body odor. Yeah. So uh, physical hygiene has kind of gone through the window because you're not really concerned about it. Nobody's smelling you. Nobody's coming close to you. You're, you're keeping a safe distance, social distancing. Yeah, but these, these mall people also bring those habits into the real world and that's where it hurts everyone. And like I said, it was an issue even before COVID. I remember going to shows and standing next on the rail, standing next to somebody who smelled like they, they died like three months ago and they never received a letter home from the government. So they were ripe. I mean, I'm talking about smell that makes you, you, the hair in your nose curl up. Like you get a perm inside of your nose. That's how bad some of these people uh, would smell around me. So I, I think we all have to look at ourselves in the mirror you know, perhaps Portuguese bath at le at very minimum. At v at very least. Like that's that's the bare minimum. And for those of you that don't know, Portuguese bath is you grab a, a bar of soap and you just wash your armpits and put some cologne and you're good to go. But at, the, at that's, very minimum. That's the bare minimum. That's the bare minimum for attending a show. You you should at least shower. If you could take a bath, like soak yourself for a good half an hour to an hour, that's ideal because you, you want to have at least a little bit of an aroma. I, I like the concerts to have a certain atmosphere, but some dude's body odor, it's not part of that atmosphere. It's not the atmosphere <laughs> it's, that I'm looking for. It's its own atmosphere. Yeah, and, and then let me give you an example on the bright side. I went to see Dimo Burger, and there was a, a girl next to me, and she was just like windmilling, like her hair was all, and kept slapping me in the face. The first two songs, I was kind of like irritated by it, but then I realized how good her hair smelled. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care anymore. Hit me as much as you want. It's, I think it was Vidal Sassoon. It had a real, a real nice aroma. It had like, you know, that coconut beach aroma. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Wow. The funny part is, it comes out uh, when you say it as both creepy and like somewhat of a compliment. It was more of a compliment to her because I, for, first of all, she had nice volume, so she had nice, so she was taking care of herself. So at that point, I didn't mind her getting into my private space. Do you see what I'm saying? Because it, it, it was pleasant. Her intrusion into my private space was pleasant. The other dude at Machine Head that smelled ripe, it was not pleasant. <laughs> was, you know. It was not pleasant. And the thing is, the more the concerts get packed and packed, the closer together you are. There's no room for you to run. There's nowhere for you. You can't run to the hills. This is no Iron Maiden. You're stuck there with this guy. You're stuck there with the dead body. It's like the weekend at the Bernie's with odor. 
because I don't think the one at the movie, I don't think the guy was smelling. But I, I, I think this is the first thing. If we're going into a concert, it's going to be a packed house, packed place. You're going to be rubbing shoulder to shoulder with the guy next to you or the girl next to you or whoever. I think at the bare minimum, Portuguese, I think Portuguese bath, that's, that's like... That's the bare minimum. Minimum. At best, take a shower, clean yourself, and don't do this. No, that's, that's not a test. Your nose is immune to your own odor. Don't do that. Yeah. I'm serious. It doesn't work. You could be like the ripest person in the world. You're still going to smell okay. No, and plus, if you've been wearing the same shirt for the whole week, put that shirt to wash, wear something else. Or burn it, man. Uh, I don't think you can wash off a week's worth of... You, of you, know, you know a good test? If you grab the shirt and you throw it... At the wall? At the wall and it sticks, don't wear it to a concert. Or if you throw it at the wall and dust comes off, then... <laughs> Those two, don't, don't wear it. So I think that's the number one thing. Number two thing, I know we're all pissed off at the world. We're all pissed off at this pandemic. And we want to take out our aggressions. And what best place to take out our aggressions than at the pit? Remember, guys and girls, no karate in the pit. Yeah. I, I, I don't know when this became a thing, but it's not cool. You waving your arms around like you're having a seizure. It, it, it's, it, it's, I don't know what kind of fun you get from this, but it's not fun for those around. Who get hit. Yeah, I gotta go to work the next day. It's gonna be really hard for me to explain to my boss how I end up with a black eye. All right? I mean, it, it, I'm just putting it out there. Play it off as a cool story. I could always come up with a cool story, but I'm just seeing the whole karate in the pit thing. I, I, I have no issues with guys stage diving. Right, like yeah. no issue whatsoever. Or crowd surfing. Crowd surfing. I've been hit, and you've been hit by with feet, elbows, knees, knees yeah. by crowd surfers or guys jumping off the stage. You got a black eye from the lead singer from Inferi because he jumped yeah. off stage and he hit you with his knee. So I mean, we've been hit plenty of times. So it's not like we're wallflowers here. Like you know, it's all cool. It's all part of the experience. Even if you go into the pit and all the yeah, the, and you get hit with an elbow, like yeah, yeah, I'm totally cool. But that's just moshing. It's not karate. Karate is a completely different thing. But if you go into the pit and you start Peter Griffin windmilling every single oh, person the there, house kicking. Yeah, like if you start doing that kind of shit, like dude, there's no place for that. Yeah. No, no place for that. Do not enter the dragon. You know this. What can I say? This is not Karate Kid. You know what I'm saying? It's there. There is fear in this dojo, and the fear is the people around you just like kind of like trying, trying to, to open up. Show. Everybody's just trying to enjoy the show. Release your anger and release your your pent up energy in a, in a different kind of way. Yeah. You can still crowd surf. You can still stage dive, but when you start waving arms around and legs around with absolute no purpose but to injure those around you. It's 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 just to me it's unwelcomed. It's unwelcome. I saw a guy since we're giving examples. I saw a guy doing that uh, at a concert at a deathcore show that I went to see at the Hard Luck Bar, and the guy was doing that, and he kind of lost control of where he was, so he got really close to the drum kit of the band that was gonna go on stage next. The drummer came running out of nowhere and just freaking clocked the guy in the face. It was hilarious. That, that was hilarious. I should have filmed it. It was. It was. Yeah. It was good. It was good. But still, it proves the point. Even not even the drummer was it, okay. With was karate. okay with karate in the pit. So I think that's another thing that we have to remember. Uh, another one that I think it's important is the drinking. We haven't seen our buds. We haven't seen our friends or concert friends in a long time. It's really easy to get carried away at the bar. I think everybody needs to take a little bit of a pill, chill pill, relax, pace yourself, pace yourself because you have to drive home unless you have. Uber or something, yeah, yeah. Then, then it's kind of cool. Then you can do whatever the fuck you want. Okay, but if you're going to over drink, then make sure you're tipping the waitress because she's been out of work for over a year and, and this is perhaps 
uh, her first gig back and she also has bills to pay. So if she's going to deal with your drunk ass, you make sure you tip her. And when I mean tipping, I mean like 20% and up. None of this 1%, 2%, that's not tipping. That's insulting. That's what that is. That's insulting. You know, these people don't make a lot of money and they're going to have to deal with your drunk ass telling them stories about the things that you did during the pandemic. They don't give a shit about what you did during the pandemic. They don't give a shit about you. They just want to serve you some drinks and make some money. So make sure you tip them. Yeah. All right? I, I thought you were going to go more into the drinking aspect because, to be honest, getting drunk at shows is just part of the fun. Pace yourself, but though. Pace yourself, yeah. Dude, you... First show back, you get drunk during the missed, war, warming up band, yeah. and you miss the headliner. That happened at the Offspring well, thing. We've, we, I mean, we've seen that at shows. I've seen that at, at plenty of shows. Guys completely passed out by the time the headliner comes on. So, uh, pace yourself. Tip, tip the the waitress. Uh, just do the right thing. Yeah. Do the Be right man. thing. Do the right thing. Or, or a woman, do the right thing. Everybody's just gotta do the right thing, regardless yeah. of what gender they are. Now, next one is the merch stand. We all want to buy some merch. We all want to support the, the bands that are, that are on the bill. Uh, don't worry about this whole notion that if I've never heard the band, I can't wear a shirt. Like, who comes up with these rules? Just buy merch. Help, help everybody who's on the bill. You know, you, you may not like the band. You may not have even heard of the band. But, you know, support the bands. Wear the t-shirt the to bed. It becomes your pajama. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like, just, but, but don't put it on. When when you buy the merch right away, don't 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 put it on. No. Like you don't you don't wear the merch that you bought at the concert at said concert. That's even I'm not okay with that. I think yeah. that's it. I think we only did that once and we never did it again. No, but we had layers. Yeah. Remember because we, we didn't want to spend money on coat check. That oh, was yeah. the whole reason is we didn't want to spend money on coat check. We're fucking cheap. We didn't want to spend money on coat check. So, she, so, so we, we wore three shirts. We 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 put on the the new shirts. And then we put on the shirt that we already took to the show. We had like, uh, that was Children of Bodom. We had like three Yeah, but three then it was, it was another one where we wore like white shirts that that um, we didn't, you know, care about. And then we got there, we bought the shirts and we just took off the white ones. Oh, I remember that I remember too. remember that one. But we never did it again. We never did it. But, but there was a reason for that too. I think because we had to wait in line and it was fucking hot and sweaty. Oh yeah, and they wouldn't have had our sizes so we, we'd rather do it right yeah, away. Yeah, so that's, that's what we did. instead of carrying it around, we just did that. That's what we did. But normally what I do is I tie the shirt to one of the nooses in my in my shorts or my pants. Like where you put the, your belt, yeah. I put a shirt through there through one of those loops and then I have the shirt there. That's what I normally do. Mistake was made, but it'll never be I also not carry enough money for the coat check, especially in the winter time, because there's no way I'm going to go through a whole concert wearing a, a, a parka. It's, it's just it's just not happening. No. So now I always make sure I take enough money for the coat check and to tip the girls at the coat check as well. Very important, man. Tip the people. So these are some things. Another one is if you're going to a show... Uh, wear whatever shirt you want. Like, seriously. I, I, some people... Do you have an issue I with wearing the, yeah, the band I, 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 that's I don't playing know, on that night? I don't know where that whole issue came of, of wearing shirts either from the band that's playing or bands that have nothing to do with the genre you're watching. Just wear, wear whatever you want. Yeah, just have fun. Who cares? I, I honestly don't know. Metal is supposed to be a genre with, with no rules. supposed to be about breaking the rules. But turns out it's one of the genres that has the most amount of rules ever. I, I honestly, I, I personally don't wear necessarily a band shirt when I go see them. When I go see that band, I normally wear a shirt from another band that's within the same genre. Or from, for me at least, I wear from a different genre. For me, I go normally with the same genre. So if, if I go see Ensiferum play, if they're, if they're the headlining band, I normally wear a shirt from another folk metal band. At the at the very least, another Finnish band. That's and I try to wear shirts from bands that I. 
that the, the band members are my buddies, perhaps a little bit less known. Yeah. Because then it becomes a conversation starter. Because the you know your buddy see you is like, hey, nice shirt, dude. Who's that band? Oh, you don't know these guys? They're amazing. They're a great melodic death metal band from Finland. They're from Oulu. And then you you know it's a conversation starter. So I, I tend to do that. I, I I can't remember the last time I went to a show and I was wearing the actual band that was playing or any band on that bill. I was wearing one of their shirts. I don't I don't I can't even remember the last time that happened. I don't have an issue with it. I'm totally fine. I mean, everybody wears whatever the fuck they want to wear. I just like to wear something different, just more for a, converse, a conversation purpose. Yeah, to pr also promote the men to people who don't know and ask for the shirt. Exactly, exactly. Because if you're going to see Gojira and you're wearing a Gojira shirt from like three concerts ago that you went, everybody knows Gojira. Everybody's there to see Gojira. But if you wear like a, a t-shirt from City Larson, for example, right, who's also a French band, people are like, hey, cool shirt, man. Who, who are these guys? It's a conversation starter. Plus, you get to promote those bands that are perhaps a little bit less known. It's a, it's a win-win for everybody involved. Yeah. Everybody involved. I think last but not least, perhaps this applies to some people, but not everybody, and that is guest list spots. <sighs> bands have been out of work for over a year. So perhaps asking people in the bands for a free ticket, not a good move. I hate you. Not a good move. Such a bullshitter over here. No, I don't ask the bands. If anything, oh, yeah, the, the, the label offers me a ticket. That's a different yeah, yeah. story. The label can afford it. It's the bands that can't. That's true. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about mooching off of the bands. You never actually, you never asked the bands. No, no. I don't think I've ever asked a band in my life for a free ticket or a guest spot uh, on the guest list for any show that I've attended. The times that I've gotten it is because the PR or the label sends me emails offering me tickets to go to the shows or I know the people in the band and they're and they're like hey you know we're gonna be in town come down bring Antonio come down to the show we'll put you on the guest list or sometimes they don't even put us on the guest list we just show up and we hang out with them and and that's and that's and that's that yeah but actually going out of my way I don't think you've ever done to it. text like Eugene from Ginger's like, hey, hey Eugene can you can you put me on the on the guest list for the Toronto show I, I don't I've never done that I've never done that I think the cl the closest that I've done that, and I'm 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 coming out uh, of the closet, sort of speak. The only time that I've came close to that was I wanted to go see Glory Hammer, and I forgot to buy a ticket. And by the time I went to buy a ticket, the tickets were sold out for the Toronto show. So the band opening was Ether Realm. So I was like, uh, guys, uh, I'll pay you for the ticket. I didn't ask for a free ticket. Oh. I sent them a message. I said to them, guys, like you, you're opening for them. I, I tried to go to the show. I want to go to the show, but there's no tickets available. Can you guys put me on the guest list and I'll give you the money of the ticket? I'll, I'll give you, they, they couldn't give me a physical ticket, but they could put me on the guest list. Yeah. So I said, could you put me on the guest list and I'll give you the money. And then they said, no, 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 we'll put you on the guest list, but you don't have to pay. But then what I did was I bought merch. Which from was them. like double the price of the ticket. Yeah, the ticket was like 20, Which is normally 20 bucks, 25 anyways. bucks, and then I ended up buying two t-shirts at the merch stand. Which is normally what we do anyways. Oh, and I bought them dinner. And you bought them dinner. And I yeah. bought them dinner. So, so there you go. I, I just... Bands... Let's face the facts here. Bands don't make a lot of money these days off of their music. Where they're making their money is on the merch, the tours, and the shows, the, tickets, and the ticket sales, all of that stuff. Not even from the ticket sales, but if they sell more tickets, then it's going to be easier for them to get booked 
in future tours. Yeah. If you're a band and nobody wants to come and see you, nobody's going to book you for another tour, right? So there's all, all of that you have to take in consideration. So these bands have been sitting at home for over a year, sending a message to one of the band members, regardless of how close you are with them or how, how friendly you think you are with them or whatever, it's going to come across in a very negative way because it's completely ridiculous considering everything that they've gone through over the last year. So hold back on the urge to ask for a free ticket or a guest spot or whatever and just buy the ticket. If you can't afford the ticket, you can't afford the ticket. But what makes you think that they can afford the ticket themselves? They just went the whole year with no money, with no pay. So be a little bit mindful of the bands, of the struggle, of everybody, the light guys, the crew guys, everybody. And, and don't put yourself in a position that you come across as a complete asshole and, and you, you show a, a lack of empathy for the struggles uh, of a very important part of our metal community, which is the bands. I mean, without them, there's, there's no metal community. Yeah, buy, buy the ticket and buy the merch. I mean, even the ones that we do get in uh, on the guest list, we buy like three times worth the tickets in merch. That's 100%. I mean, the, every every show that I go to that I'm on the guest list, and it's it's 98% of the shows that I go to, I'm on the guest list. I spent money on the merch of the band that got me. Uh, the, and it's not the band that put me on the guest list; it's the PR or the label. But I still spend money on, on merch from that band as a way to support it's like them. It's like double, triple the price of the ticket itself. Yeah, sometimes the ticket is 15 bucks, and I spend like a hundred dollars on merch. So it would have been cheaper for me to buy the ticket, not ask anybody for anything, and then buy zero merch. And, and that would have actually been less helpful to the band because they're getting paid for their gig regardless if there's 100 or 200 people there, regardless. But the merch is where, but they, the merch is where they make their money. And yeah. keep in mind another thing, the merch, the house gets a percentage off of the merch. So it's not like they make 100% profit off of it either. So that's why it's important for people to be a little bit more aware, to, to understand a little bit better the mechanisms of how things work. And I think you have to uh, put yourself in their place. So don't be asking people, for, for guest spots or guest lists, whatever. Buy your ticket, get there. If you can't go there, still support the band. Share their Facebook post about the tour, about the show, uh, about whatever. We, we need to bring uh, concerts back to life and we need these bands to have a way of surviving going forward. It's been over a year. It's, it, it's going to be a rough start. Yeah, it, it's a big wound. It's a big wound. It's not going to be easy to stitch it up and, and tell them to just walk it off. It's, it's not. So everybody needs to kind of hold hands, do a little bit of kumbaya, but we, we kind of need to make it through this together as a community. So I think that's really important. And I, I think that's it. That's yeah. my tips for getting back into concerts. I think there were some good tips. I think so too. I think so too. I think I, I feel like I did my part in helping the metal community get back together and enjoying some metal shows together, arm in arm, singing, beer flowing and, 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 and falling all over us and us enjoying and us losing friends in the mosh pit and telling stories the next day of crazy shit that we saw. Life is getting back to normal. I feel yeah. it. I really missed the concert, so I'm very happy that uh, finally the, the, the sun is rising. The light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And it turns out it's not a truck or a train. So Or but, death. Or death itself. All right, guys, this is it for this episode. Let us know your thoughts about this list in the comment section, but also let us know your thoughts on future episodes. What you would like us to talk about? Is there anything that it's bugging you? Is there anything that's on your mind that you'd like us to give it a spin, uh, our own personal take on it? Let us know in the comment section and we'll see you guys at the next video. See ya.